America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just got fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Winning, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about a clean sweep of Trump-endorsed MAGA candidates last night. I got a heck of a show lined up for you today. We're going to be breaking down the primaries in Florida last night. We're going to be breaking down the primaries in the state of New York last night with our good friend, Captain Deplorable himself, Sean Farish from the Loud Majority, and much much, much more today, ladies and gentlemen. You're locked and loaded right here on your favorite show, Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you guys very much for allowing me to do this job for you. I wake up every day and pray for you and pray for the blessing and the trust that God gives me in order to do this show, uh, basically for his glory and to push out truth and the gospel, there is no show like this one. Now, I was going to start with just going right to the cold open video, but I figured I think people would be a little confused. Let's take an attendance. If you're in the house, hit that rumble button. Yes, amen. I think people would be confused if I didn't uh, at least start out the show with telling you what you're about to see, okay? Do you guys realize... A, how much work we've done in a year and, well, 18 months, 20 months. Not only that, do you realize that we are just mere months away from exposing to the world what really happened on January 6th? We are literally months 
away from exposing to the world not only what happened on January 6th for real, but who the actors and players were involved naming names that Nancy Pelosi is keeping secret and you can bet your bottom dollar that she knows what's coming. They know with a red wave that's coming and I guarantee you they're hiding, archiving, bleach bidding, hammers, whatever it takes. Maybe they're taking a page out of Hillary's book to flush out any evidence that's going to show that they were involved. But we are mere months away from that right now, you guys. And we're not talking about the Senate. We're talking about the House. The House we're definitely taking over. Definitely. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mere months away from showing that January 6th was a complete sham inside job by the FBI. Now I want to go to show you what I was going to show you in this cold open video. Big shout out to the Epic Times and their reporters for putting this together. Check it out. They dragged her out, and it reminded me of deer hunting. You drag out a deer carcass. We need more He was completely out of control. He himself was committing crimes in the process. People from all over the nation, from every state. There has been a lot of fraud. He could stop this. At least one person over here is being injured and taken away. Capitol Hill, overtaken by America. The story of January 6 changes drastically, depending on who's telling it. Sure does. The House Select Committee on January 6 has deemed the incident an attack on the American system, comparable to the bombing of Pearl Harbor or even the terrorist attacks on 9-11. It's being investigated as a potential insurrection that could allegedly incriminate former President Donald Trump. And it's being used domestically to frame a new narrative on domestic extremism. Yet is this narrative really the case? Imagine if the American people actually saw just what happened to Roseanne Boylan and these officers who keep portraying themselves as heroes that day. He fires at her and strikes her in the left shoulder. It's a failure not only of training, but it's also a failure of bystandership and supervision. January 6th demands a full and impartial investigation, one free from foregone conclusions, hidden agendas, and naked hyperbole. The nation needs a serious examination of January 6th, one that includes the subjects too often ignored in media coverage and in political speech. With interviews, on-the-ground reporting, and exclusive footage, we'll now tell the real story of January 6th. Yeah, we're on the ellipse now. We'll meet you soon. And we will get to the bottom of this, ladies and gentlemen. We will get to the bottom of January 6th. And we'll get to the real bottom of January 6th. And the crazy part is, is they murdered people. They beat people like they were cattle. They were just beating Roseanne Boylan to death. They were stomping her to death. If you see the actual uncut footage, it's so eerie. It's so scary. It's so freaky. What our own government did to us that day. And then they used that as a justification to build a fence, a barricade around our buildings, our Capitol buildings. 
shut down D.C., didn't allow us in there, started arresting everybody, and then used it as a justification to have the National Guard turn their weapons basically on us. And we are mere months away from taking over the entire January 6th investigation, and there is absolutely nothing that they can do about it. Look at me in my face when I'm telling you, you left-wing Marxist commies. There is absolutely nothing that you are going to be able to do about it. Mark my words. Please, please share this Rumble link out. Whether you're watching on the app or whether you're watching on the, uh, the, the, the computer or the desktop, it's very easy to rumble it by pressing the little plus sign right underneath the video if you're watching on a laptop. If you're watching on your phone, it's the little uh, boxing glove above the video. And there's a share link everywhere. We need to get this out. Today's show is going to be absolutely off the hook. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we also found out before we get to the, uh, the, 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 the Lord in the first and foremost section, we also found out that the government has admitted now that the Oath Keepers, who they are prosecuting for sedition and getting to cop out on charges that aren't even real, they finally admitted that the Oath Keepers did not even lead the attack on the U.S. Capitol building on January 6th when they used that narrative as a reason to convict these people or to at least coerce them into taking a plea deal. They used it saying the Oath Keepers led the charge. The Proud Boys led the charge when it was really Antifa, FBI, and BLM that led the charge. And now they are fully admitting in a recent court filing that the Oath Keepers did not lead the attack on the U.S. Capitol building after they got their guilty pleas for sedition. I'm telling you, it is a, it is a very well strategic, thought-out, orchestrated plan by our government against us. And we are mere months away from showing the world what they did. Think about how crazy and awesome that is. Now, the morning newsletter is going to blow your mind. Before we get to that, I would like to ask for prayers for Kathy Cappy's son. She asked for prayers in the comment section. So we will keep your son in mind, Kathy, and you and your family. And also, I'd like to say a happy birthday to Ashley Garland. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ashley. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Sorry for my singing voice. Like I said, folks, I my voice is absolutely shot. Yelling, screaming, pretending I'm Alex Jones over here having a meltdown. I see you, enemy. You are my enemy. <laughs> oh, Alex Jones. Anyway. We got to get to the morning newsletter, folks. It's very, very important. This is, a, this is a doozy right here. Proof, proof, P-R-O-O-F, that God is blessing America as a nation once again. Halfway through another week and even closer to us taking back our country in God's honor and in God's name. What an amazing time to be alive and what an amazing time to be a Christian. Things are working well. Even though we are low on our monthly financial help here on the show, uh, but we, we're still soft-launching LFA TV. We're still paying the bills. We're still here, and we're not going anywhere. And LFA TV is going to be built on bringing the gospel with every show, putting God first. 
And just please know that with your donations, your purchases, and all of your uh, promo codes and everything to the store, uh, to the store and, uh, and helping this show out, you built this. This is a one-of-a-kind uh, kind of network that LFA TV is going to be, and you built this. And I want to thank you for that. Now, verse of the day comes from Philippians 4, 11, 13, and this is going to prove to you that God has once again started blessing our nation. Verse of the day, Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Not that I am speaking on being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and facing hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, says Paul in Philippians. What a great verse. He's saying that no matter if I have little or a lot, if I have absolutely nothing or if I have an abundance, whatever the situation with Christ, I am full and with him all things are possible. Now, if all things aren't possible, then you clearly don't have Christ, right? Here's your proof. Check this out. It's going to blow your mind. If you would have said to me on November 3rd, the morning of November 3rd, 2020, that the communist left would steal the election, also giving them the House of Representatives and the Senate, leaving us with absolutely nothing in any of the branches of government, I would have thought that would not have been possible. I would have thought there's no way that would have been possible. But it did. And it showed us the lowest of the low right then and there. Now then, if you were to also tell me that in doing so, in stealing the election, we would have to build an entire parallel universe of our own non-woke social media companies, our own news organizations, our own credit card processing centers, our own online retail stores to support in America, grassroots everyday average people taking over school boards by winning elections in places they would have never won prior to that, grassroots candidates who are being, uh, beating big-named establishment candidates who have millions of dollars backing them. Overturn Roe v. Wade and start saving babies. Expose the entire deep state as uh, being real and the names associated with it. Grow Trump's base even bigger than it was before, uh, knocking out rhino after rhino, clearly separating the good from the evil in this country and in this world, bankrupt major companies like CNN and others, and force the evil fake news reporters out of their job to flip decades-long blue seats to red all in two years? If you would have told me that, I would have said, that's impossible. But it happened. How? How did that happen in less than two years? Well... Nothing like this has ever happened this fast before. So how did it happen? Well, look no further than the second part of that verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is proof that God is with us. And this is proof that God is blessing us because none of that stuff without God is possible. Everything that I just mentioned would need Christ involved in order to make it a reality. You see what I'm saying, folks? That means we are with Christ, and Christ is with this nation right now. It's absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible. The key to all of it was overturning Roe v. Wade. That was the key that unlocked everything. Now, we were building a lot of this infrastructure before that ruling, but that was the nail in the coffin for the evil in this country. We are restoring God back in our lands, and he will restore health, relationships, and honor back into our countries and our homes. The writings are on the wall, folks, 
It's easy to see. And now is the time for more prayer. Now is the time for more gospel spreading. That is and has always been the key to a successful life. So let's be force multipliers for Christ today like never before. In his holy name we pray. Amen. That is proof right there. You don't need any other proof than that. I just named for you less than two years of accomplishments that should have taken a decade. That should have taken a decade and it didn't. Because Christ, much like Donald Trump, does things under budget and ahead of schedule. Overflowing your blessings. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your Lord and your Savior. Savior. Please remove your hats and let's have our first, uh, or let's have our prayer of the day and then we'll get into our first and foremost section. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And glory is exactly what we see when we are walking with Christ, folks. Glory, grace that we don't deserve, but he's making it happen anyway. Everything that I mentioned is proof that Christ is blessing this nation again. And he is once again with us. It's the greatest feeling I've ever felt in my life. And like I said, it's a great time to be alive and it's a great time to be a Christian. All right. We're going to get in right now to the first and foremost section because I want to make sure that we get through so much before we bring in our guest today, Mr. Captain Deplorable Sean Farish from the Loud Majority. Trump, folks, first and foremost, let's lift it up. Let's have some coffee, huh? Our goal is 4,500 viewers on Rumble. I can't do that. Only you guys can. So if you guys can get us there, we need a thousand more uh, people into the show. Uh, help me out, if you will. Here we go. Trump went 26 and oh, proving my hat right. Proving my hat right. You cannot beat Trump. Trump went 26 and oh on his endorsements last night. Another clean sweep. 26 and oh. This makes his um, actual win percentage over the past four years, at 98.4%. You hear what I just said? That makes Trump's endorsement record over the last four years, 98.4%. Can I show you guys something real quick? What does this say? See this right here? What does this say right here? Endorsement record, 99%. Did we call that or did we call that? He's at a 98.4% record right now for the last four years. That is just shy of the 99% record that is displayed on this red or black you can't beat Trump hat. And you know what it says on the other side? Impeachment record, 2-0. You guys should all go to JeremyHarrell.com right now and get this hat and proudly wear it around because Donald Trump, whether you like it or not, is the most powerful political... um, figure that we have ever seen in this country, ever. Nobody has numbers like that. Nobody. There's not a single politician from Reagan to George Washington to DeSantis who has a record like that. That shows how strong Donald Trump is, and that just right there tells you why they want to get rid of him. They know that he's the populist. They know 
that we are behind him and not behind them. They know that the power lies with President Trump, whatever party he decided to be called, whether he was Republican, Democrat, Independent, he could call himself an alien and he would still have more support than these corrupt politicians in D.C. in the swamp right now. 98.4%? You've got to be kidding me, folks, just shy of the 99%. That, folks, is a boss. Now, do you want a perfect indication on this red wave that we've been talking about? whether it's going to be true or not, you want some verification, whether this red wave is going to be real or not. Well, Florida last night flipped multiple, and I mean multiple, woke school boards from communist to conservative. You guys ready for that red wave? wave? There it is. Say that five times fast. There it is right there. Florida. Last night, did the unthinkable down in Miami-Dade County, folks. They flipped multiple woke school boards from communist to conservative. Conservatives in Florida are fighting back against the left's mission to brainwash and indoctrinate our children. And that's exactly where this whole fight comes from, in the school boards anyway. CRT and indoctrination. CRT and brainwashing. CRT and transgenderism. All of it. People are sick and tired of it. Especially the Hispanic community. In Miami-Dade, the left is trying to force CRT down your throat. The left is trying to force your child to be a different gender than they were actually born and they'd be so confused about it that they end up attempting suicide five times a year. And pronouns, all of it. And guess what the good guys won last night? Quote, we saw massive election victories all throughout the state of Florida tonight. The 1776 Project PAC founder Ryan Gerdusky told Breitbart News, It shows the desire of parents and residents across the country for some normalcy in our education system. And that means pushing back against transgender ideology, critical race theory, critical gender ideology, and equity, which destroys merit in education and on the competitive uh, sports fields as well. The 1776 Project Pack hopes to make this a success across the country. Now, school boards that the 1776 Project, uh, Project PAC flipped seats and won several conservative majorities. Here it is. Bray, Braverd, Clay, Duvall, Flager, Hernando, Hillsborough, Martin, Miami-Dade, Okaloosa, or Okaloosa, I think it's Okaloosa, Polk, Putnam, and Sarasota throughout the entire state. School boards and families and parents said, nope, not here. All three of our endorsed candidates in Sarasota County, Florida, have won their elections, said the 1776 Project. Congrats to Bridget Ziegler, Robin Marinelli, and Timothy Enos. And now, check this out, folks. One of these uh, woke school board members that got, uh, they got voted out real quick, go woke, go broke, right? He's not only a woke school board member who's no longer a school board member, but he is a proud woke school board member, openly saying, we're woke and we're proud and we're going to take over Florida. (laughs) Yeah, right. Say that again. We should introduce, this is Tom Edwards, school board member, in case anybody doesn't know that. Not anymore. I just wanted to um, give a little reassurance that- Look at these weirdos. Here in the state of Florida- this guy looks dead. There are school board members that are woke. We're here. We're the, and we're working 
to put, we have your backs. You need to know we have your backs and we're working in the best strategic spot because we're on the inside. We're working from the inside. And it's from my point of view, I've spent not quite two years to earn credibility and to earn trust. And that is a long, slow process. But I'm not the only one in the state of Florida. Oh, no, and we got, we know. Tell you and we're coming after all so of you. So that you feel a little better, there are coalitions forming. Yeah, to yeah. To protect you. Sure are. Yep. There are coalitions, all right. Coalitions of uh, parents that are coming out and putting you out of a job. How do you have somebody's back when you don't even have a job? I'm on the inside. Not anymore. <laughs> you are now on the outside. What? You built a circle of trust? You are now on the outside of that circle of trust. You are on the outside. Like Greg Fokker, you are not in the inner circle of trust. You are a loser. I award you no points. Everything you just said has made everybody in this room dumber. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, he's gone. That's what you get. Go woke. Go broke. Now, let's go on to some more wins in Florida, shall we? Matt Gates won his GOP primary race in Florida 1st Congressional District following President Trump's endorsement. Matt Gates, a staunch ally of President Donald Trump, has represented Florida's 1st District uh, Congressional districts, District since 2017. Gates won the primary race by a landslide, ladies and gentlemen, 68% to his next, uh, the next closest was Lombardo with 26%. 68% of the vote went to Matt Gates. Why? Because he's a real man and he's standing up for real people, just like DeSantis, just like Trump. And we, the people, are, have it's so easy to separate the bad from the good nowadays. It's so easy to separate the liars from the truth tellers. It's so easy to separate the godly from the godless. And it's all done with just a few simple vetting questions and you got them nailed to the wall. President Trump said on, uh, on Saturday that he endorsed Matt Gates for that seat and representative Matt Gates he said is a relentless fighter for the incredible people of Florida's first congressional district and he said that on true social Matt is a champion of our MAGA agenda who tirelessly works to drain the swamp secure the border support our brave veterans and law enforcement defend the second amendment stand up to the woke mob and fight the never-ending witch hunts from the radical left that are destroying our country. Matt Gates puts America first, and he has my complete and total endorsement. And guess what? Boom! Wins again. Wins again. Trump endorsed Wilton Simpson. Wins the Republican nomination for Agriculture Commissioner in Florida. I mean, all the way down to Agriculture Commissioner. Trump endorsed Brian Mast. Wins Republican nomination for U.S. House in Florida's 21st Congressional District. A veteran. An operation. Enduring freedom, lost both his legs, and now he's serving his country another way. Trump endorsed former MMA fighter Mark Wayne Mullen, wins Republican nomination for U.S. Senate in Oklahoma. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, running the table and all the while having an absolute blast doing it, meaning that he was out there endorsing Democrats just trolling them. You remember we talked about this last week where Donald Trump was trolling Democrats by endorsing Democrats? Oh, he's just having so much fun with them right now. It's like a cat playing with a mouse. It's like an absolute bloodbath out there. Uh, politically. Politically, it's a bloodbath out there. Hey, do you want to know who didn't win? <laughs> Nikki Freed of Florida. 
That's right, Nikki Freed got quickie fried, if you know what I'm talking about. And Charlie Crist, the former Republican who was really just a rhino, always was. We just didn't really call them that back then. Charlie Crist, who used to be a Republican, now is a Democrat. He won and will face Ron DeSantis in the gubernatorial um, general election in November. There he is. Oh, what an evil, evil looking man. I mean, it's always in the eyes, isn't it? It's always in the eyes. Look at those eyes. They're like Biden's eyes. Dead, lifeless, evil, communist. And he's got to face Ron DeSantis. How's he going to do that? I mean, talk about the ultimate David and Goliath story, except in this case, David's the evil one and Goliath is the good one. How in the heck can you imagine having to go up against Ron DeSantis? Now, there is no part of Charlie Crist that's actually excited about going up against Ron DeSantis. Now, he'll come out there and he'll say, oh, this is awesome. We're going to go up against him. We're going to beat Ron DeSantis. We're going to take it all back. No, 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 you ain't. No, you ain't. Ron DeSantis is a powerhouse and he's going to absolutely destroy you. I don't even think the Democrats should run anybody. Just save the money until next time. Save it until DeSantis is gone and in the White House or something. You might as well because you're going to get your, your butt handed to you. But Nikki Freed, the one who was out there, the DeSantis hater herself, she only got 35% of the vote. Only got 35% of the vote. Why? Because she's down there. Uh, DeSantis hating basically calling him every name in the book, calling him a tyrant, calling him a, uh, a tyrannical leader, calling him a, a communist, taking women's rights away. You're doing that in a state where literally everybody loves him. There is a very, very small percentage of Florida that doesn't love Ron DeSantis. And you think that you're going to go out there and, and, and win by downing Ron DeSantis? What a stupid move. What an absolute stupid move by Nikki Freed. But we did not expect anything different from a dum-dum. Speaking of dum-dum, ladies and gentlemen, I think we should go ahead and give Nikki Freed right now the dum-dum award of the day. Here we go. Let's go. Play that. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Dum-dum award of the day for Nikki Freed. What a moron. You're talking about the person, that he's the, the beloved governor of Florida. Even Democrats love him down there, even though they say they, would, they don't. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, right now, I'd like to bring on my guest. Uh, but before I do, I want to show you real quick um, this beautiful promo. Because come uh, September, right around the corner, we have got the loud majority as a streamed show on LFA TV with Sean Farish and Kevin Smith. That's right, your favorite, Loud Majority, Captain Deplorable and Kevin Smith. Loud Majority, Monday through Friday, will be on directly before Live from America. So your lineup is going to be Sean Farish, Kevin Smith, and the Loud Majority, Live from America with Jeremy Harrell, and then go right into Mike Crispy, talk about some firebrands out there, folks. We got them, and they're all coming to live from America TV in a very, very short period of time. But anyway, let's bring him in now, Sean Farish, loud majority host, Captain Deplorable himself. Sean, how you doing, my friend? Jeremy, great to be back. Very excited for the LFA TV debut. So excited to be a part of this new venture. Um, our folks here on Long Island are pumped up. We were talking about it this morning, uh, mentioning it to all of our followers. Finally, that we're going to be joining the LFA family, uh, and it's it's really we're just we're just so pumped. I'm happy to be back with you, and happy to see where we go with this bad boy. Yeah, man. I it, you know what it is? It's like you and me. You know, like pff, who would have ever thought people like you and I. 
people like, uh, you know, Mike Crispy, these hard-nosed, you know, never back down, uh, red, white, and blue-blooded patriots would have a network where we get to get out there and literally connect with the same people that we see daily. We're out in the field. You and I, we're out there. We're out in the thick of it. And these same people that watch our shows are the same people that we would have barbecues with, that we would share our homes with if we needed to. And I don't think you've got that anywhere with any news station. No, you don't get that. You know, you don't get that real um, connection with the ground, with the with the with the grassroots, with the uh, with those of us out on the streets, knocking doors with our candidates, you know, going out there and actually um, pushing people that we know to run for school board or county legislature or Senate or Congress or whatever. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. it's 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 a perspective that I enjoy bringing to the table. Um, you know, it, it's fun to talk to guys like yourself, like Scott Pressler, who are out there doing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talkers out there. Well, my favorite, Dan Bongino, you know, he talks about uh, talk is cheap. The do matters. You know, get out there and do. We need people who are going to get out there and not afraid to take action. And listen, we get dragged through the mud, the left, the media. They don't love us. I know you've had uh, your run-ins with social media, and you're now off all the, the, the bad platforms. Anyway, who cares about Twitter and Facebook and all that? We're on the cool kids' table. We're yeah, on Rumble. Man. We're on Getter. You know, we're, right. we're, we're allowed to embrace the uh, the First Amendment and, and, and be able to speak our minds and speak truth without fears plug for my friend jordan sarmo on, uh, on instagram he has that podcast too yeah. you know and it's 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 really cool you know being involved on that side of things because when you just hear a guy and look and this isn't to take a shot at, at the mainstream media and people on our side but when you hear the hannity's of the world that are just on television talking 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 and i never see them knocking on a door and it's not to say they've never done it before but when you when you hear these things and you know lindsey graham comes on the tv and it's all great and good and oh this is what we have to do no no we have to get out there and actually take this process into our own hands own the process something we say all the time here on long island own the process. You don't just get out to go and vote. You get to go out and be a part of the election process. Be yeah. a poll watcher. Be a be a volunteer on a campaign. Go work for a campaign. You know, go knock on doors. Go distribute literature. You know, go hit windshields with the with palm cards in, in shopping parking lots and whatnot. Be a part of the process from top to bottom. This way, win or lose, you know, at the end of the day, you left it all on the field and there's nothing you can look back on and go, wow, you know, I wish I could have done this, that, and the other thing. So that's our goal with the loud majority is obviously to get ourselves, get our people energized, yep. unafraid, like Mike Crispy says, he ran for Congress. You know, you're running for an office in New Hampshire, I believe, right, yep, Jeremy? And, and yep. You know, it just take the process into your hands. For God's sake, mm. stop sitting back. Stop just, you know, I, I can't take it. Oh, I got to go. I, I have to watch this episode. I got to go to a show. I got to. No, no, no. You got to go take back your country yeah. or you're not going to have shows to go to. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, 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 and that's our, our goal. Well, I you know, energize people and motivate people. Well, you know, here's the thing, too. And it's like this is our version of, uh, of saving. America, right? We don't have to put on a uniform and go overseas. The fight, there's plenty of fight right here. And we yes. can all do it. And, 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 and even if you can only go out and knock on doors, even if you can't do anything, but you're sharing this stuff to other people, at least you're involved in the fight. Sean, how did the primaries and so the elections go in New York last night? I want to talk about that. We just got done talking about the Florida ones. And I know there was some there. I know uh, Jerry Nadler is going to be staying around uh, like a bad fart. Uh, <laughs> lingering like a bad <laughs> fart. Uh, let's talk about what happened in, the, in New York last night. 
Yeah. So New York, um, a lot of the establishment picks did win. Uh, so that's the the negative. All right. Now yep. that's the negative, And I would love to have seen a little bit more from the America first movement in, in New York. But that being said, as again, Dan Bongino says all the time, you know, Democrats, I'm sorry, Republicans may not always be the solution to your problems, but Democrats are always going to be the source of them. Mm. So with that being said, moving into November, we have to make sure that we do whatever we can to make sure that Nancy Pelosi is in charge of as few as possible seats in the House of Representatives. We have to fire her from the speakership. We have to fire Chuck Schumer from the majority leadership in the Senate. All right. Now, uh, New York discouraged a little bit last night because Mark Molinaro did not flip District 19. He lost by about 2,800 votes. Republicans have a turnout problem. All right. We have to stop taking shots at the integrity of the system. Election integrity is very important, but the only way to go out there and win right now is to go out there and vote. We may have questions about the system. We may have questions about boxes and machines and all of those different things. We can ask those questions without discouraging people from voting because the best way to win these games is to score points, right? I'm a, I'm a fan of the New York Jets. I know exactly what it looks like when you score zero points, and that's a big fat loss at the end of the day. <laughs> we can't actively take points off the board. So what I have to encourage people to do, what we've got to do now is we have to make sure that we're encouraging our friends to vote, but we also have to make sure that we're encouraging our neighbors who may not be our friends yet, who may be people that we go, oh, well, I don't know. They didn't like my Trump flag. That's OK. They also don't like the fact that their windshields are being smashed by bricks. They don't like the fact that their catalytic converters are being stolen in the middle of the night. They don't love inflation. They don't love crime. They don't love these the, the type of curriculum that they're seeing in the schools with the children. They don't like that. They may not be ready to admit that they're going to vote Republican. That's the new silent majority. But us, the folks that know the facts, that have been on board with this from day one, that that from the minute lockdowns happened, said, no, that's not appropriate. From the minute they shut down your churches, you said, absolutely not. From the minute they told your kids you can't go to school or they have to wear a mask or you must get vaccinated to retain your job. Those of us who knew that was inappropriate from the beginning, that's the loud majority, right? Mm. There are there is a brand new, a brand new crop, a brand new body of voters that are going to join us. Yeah. We don't shame them for what they did in the past. We welcome them to fix the future. And that's what we're all about right now. So New York last night, some of the primaries went went went. You know, eh, some of them went a good way. Tina Forty won her primary. Yeah, that's really what I was just going to say. Her. Tina Forty yeah. running against AOC. I mean, hey, look, I know AOC is in a popularity contest in a place where everybody loves her, right? But at the same time, you got Tina coming after you. I mean, that's oh, yeah. like that's like having President Trump over your shoulder constantly. She ain't gonna. She isn't gonna let AOC bat her eyes and smile her donkey teeth out out of this one. She's gonna hold her to hold her feet to the fire. Through the whole yep. thing. That girl is a firebrand. That's right. I'm excited to watch those debates. I want to see if AOC is even going to take her up on it because, I mean, I will be in the audience if that happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. That's going to be, you know, I'll be there. Uh, I, and I'll tell you this, you know, uh, there's a lot of folks who think that, you know, New York is, is beyond saving. I don't think so. You know, we have Lee Zeldin running for office. He's a staunch conservative, a defender of President Trump. We got him running for governor here. He's only down eight points, folks. That's a very, very close margin here in New York. And and, and is he even down eight points? That's the other thing. Is he? Right. Because you, know, I don't, you can't, I, can't look, trust the polls for anything. I'll tell you right now, his lieutenant governor candidate, Allison Esposito, is a former NYPD cop. She's, a, she's tough as nails. And she says this. This is the message that we have to say going forward. This is not a red wave. It is. It's a common sense wave. Mm. That is the ticket. That is the platform. I love President Trump. I want to make America great again. I want to save the country. 
but I want to restore some common sense in politics. Yeah. You know, enough of the uh, of what we're doing in schools, enough of mandates and lockdowns. We know they don't work. We know they don't work. No, the science has not changed. The virus has not shrunk or grown in size. Masks don't work. And that's why I love Rumble, because you're not going to get shut down for saying that. Yeah. Masks don't work. The vaccine is not effective. If you're not vaccinated, I encourage you to stay unvaccinated. I'm not a doctor, but hey, you know what? There's there's less of a chance you die of the virus than than and it prevents you from getting sick anyway. So go ahead and, and, and make your decisions. But folks, I'm telling you right now, common sense. This is what we're running on. And that's why I believe Lee Zeldin is going to win in November, because there's a lot of people who are just done with the crime, done with the sanctuary cities, done with the drugs. Did you know in July 470 plus million lethal doses of fentanyl crossed our border in one month. I know. And yet we're going to take money and allocate it to some invasion happening in Ukraine instead of focusing on what's killing our people on the southern border. That's what we're fighting against. Enough fentanyl came across the southern border to wipe out the entire population of this country. And corporate media is silent on it. They're too worried about Ron DeSantis and a bill that doesn't say don't say gay. They're too worried about Donald Trump and and this conspiracy theory that he's hiding nuclear codes in Melania's dresses. Are we kidding me now? Are, Are we serious? And so that's what we're up against. We have to restore common sense. We have to restore truth, honesty, and justice in journalism. We have to restore the rule of law. And that's what's going to happen in November if we stay on message like that. It's a common sense wave. And in November, on November 8th, you're going to see that wave sweep across this country. I don't care about polls. I don't care what someone said about you on the Internet. I don't care who's getting called a racist. That's our mission, and we're going to accomplish it in November. Sean, why do you think that President Trump didn't get involved in these New York primaries as he's gotten involved in so many other states? What is it about New York that seems like President Trump is not? I mean, he could be all in for Lee. He could be all in for Tina. He could be all in for these people, but we didn't hear much about uh, these candidates from Trump in New York. Why? Why do you think that is? Well, he endorsed Nicole Maliotakis, yep. um, but I think largely he's staying out of the primary because it's bloody. OK, these primaries got really bloody and and it, that's what happens in politics. Especially I get it. in there New York. Said, yeah, especially <laughs> in New York. There were things said about me. There were things said about other people. They, they, you know, the, the arrows came out, the daggers came out. But this morning when we jumped on our show early this morning, I said, all right, listen, everyone said what they said. But now we have to make sure that we don't lose in November, because if we we have the ability here on Long Island, right, we have Congressional District three and Congressional District four to flip those seats. Okay, so if we flip those seats, we flip District 19 and we hold on to District one and District two. So Long Island could be completely red. We take two seats off the board from the Democrats there. We take another seat off the board upstate. That's three seats away from the Democrats in a state that everyone wants to call a lost cause. I know. Well, You know what? We're going to make history. So you can either be focused on fighting with each other and oh, you hurt my feelings or you could be focused on one common enemy. And that's defeating the Democrat Party in November, because if we don't, then the state will probably be a lost cause. Why did Trump not get involved? There's a lot of folks here who probably don't want him involved in the primary right now, just because, you know, there's a lot around him and New York is a weird state. And is he, is he more harm than good? So he's going to kind of stay out of it. I do think that he's going to get involved with Zeldin. As a matter of fact, yeah, in too. about yeah. 10 days, he's going to have a fundraiser at Bedminster for Lee Zeldin. And he's going to be there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he's definitely supporting him. Um, and I expect to see more as we get closer to the election itself. So here's my, and I've had, I've thought about this for a long time and you being a New Yorker, you being right there, you write up Kathy Hochul's rear end when she does something wrong or when she even speaks because she's always wrong. It seems to me that 
Andrew Cuomo. Because remember when the left turned on him too? And I said, yeah. they're trying to get rid of him. The left wants to get rid of him. Why? Insert Kathy Hochul, the unelected loser there in New York. She's completely controllable. And, and w- whether you hate Andrew Cuomo or not, he was not completely controlled by the Democratic Party. He was just a left-wing Democratic governor whose, parent, whose family's been in politics forever. Do you think the left removed him and joined in on the conservatives to get rid of him, to put Kathy Hochul in there so they could have somebody that could be completely controlled? I think, I think it happened for a couple of reasons. One, he was a PR disaster. You know, Andrew Cuomo coming out there saying, I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. You know, that was a stupid thing to say. You know, he, he did. He, that was he, he was a, he was a nightmare. You know, the, the the nursing home scandal. That was a nightmare, uh, you know, and then to see Kathy Hochul just dropped in in there once they put her in. And you know, that she was unelected. You knew that she was going to be hijacked by the left and steered in every which direction. This woman was endorsed by the NRA. This woman was a, a Second Amendment. You know, she was, a, you know, she was somebody who because she's from Buffalo, upstate New York, you know, where they like their guns up there. She was somebody who always stood for the Second Amendment up until now. Now she now she has gone so far as to work on a bill with this woman, Anna Kaplan, who called us terrorists and, and equated the loud majority. God forbid we went to school board meetings. She equated us to Timothy McVeigh, of all people. OK, uh, you know, and this is something that she said on her Instagram. She's very not you know, she's not shy about this. She wants Kaplan and, and these bills that they're putting through the state legislature to take your Second Amendment rights and determine whether or not you're worthy of having a gun based off of your social media accounts. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. You know, in that case, ban me from Twitter because I want my gun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to own a firearm. So don't look at my because if they see you support President Trump, they're going to go, oh, he's a hateful guy. He can't have a gun. You know, and so I think what you're watching with Kathy Hochul, a woman who used to stand up for the Second Amendment, very much like uh, Kirsten Gillibrand up in up in the Senate. Yeah, she was another one. Big into guns. Now, all of a sudden, guns are bad, right? It's because the left controls what these people do. Cuomo, to an extent, was not controlled by the left. He's very egotistical, stubborn, set in his ways. You know, Italian. We're all stubborn people when you're Italian. But, you know, when you go in and you look at that, they put Hochul in place, yes, because she can be controlled. And they're giving her power, and she's just eating it up. She's using the health department to issue mandates that are unconstitutional. There's lawsuits against her there. They just overturned the quarantine camp uh, 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 regulations that she was trying to put forth in our state. But they definitely put her in power because they think they can control her. And it's going to end in November. It's a charade. She's never won an election here for governor, and she's not going to win in November. No, she, I, I, really she, don't, I really think so. She has no base. She has no base. She has no electorate. There, there's nobody there that wanted her. You know what I mean? She has no. nothing. She, she literally only has the backing uh, by, by big, by big uh, uh, Democrat left-wing Marxists. Somebody on Lauren Cole on Rumble said... Kathy Hochul is the Nancy Pelosi of New York. <laughs> she is. She absolutely is. Absolutely Kathy Hochul is definitely the Nancy Pelosi of New York. She's 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 a she's horrible. She's tough to look at. Uh, and uh, she's and she, <laughs> you know, uh, she's she's just uh, and, look, let's just say what we have to say about say Nancy Come Pelosi. On. She's a disgrace. OK, Nancy Pelosi is a disgrace. And we're going to tell her the same thing that we told Liz Cheney and Brian Stelter. We're going to tell her, hey, Nancy, you're fired. That's what's going to happen. Hey, so <laughs> check this out, Sean, before I let you go. Um, I don't know if you know, but last year uh, with Real America's Voice News, myself, Ben Berkwell, Amanda had so many of us wrapped a bus called the Save America Freedom Tour bus. Yes. And when America needed a jolt of inspiration the most, we put on 
I don't even know, thousands and thousands of miles out there with the people like you, like you were a few weeks ago with Sean, with a, with a couple weeks ago with, with, with Scott Pressler, and you're out there and yes. you're, you're rallying the crowd. You're letting them know we are winning. A lot of people forget how much winning we've done. So last night I had an idea. I reached out to everybody at RAV and I said, you know what we should have? We were out on the road when the road needed us the most, okay? We were involved in Saving America. It was called the Save America Freedom Tour, and I'd like to think that we had a big part in actually doing that because everything that I rambled off at the beginning of the show that we've done in less than two years is godly. I mean, it is (laughs) godly. There's no other explanation other than the fact that God was involved and people got involved and we were going around from church to church to church every state we were going around from Elks clubs to to uh to uh VFWs and we were rounding up everybody and we we're saying this is what you got to do this is how you got to do it here's your next step and look at what's happening now look at what's happening all across the country so my mm. idea was let's have a reunion the Save America Freedom Tour isn't needed uh, today like it was then. That's why we're not out there on the bus so much. We've, uh, the, the movement is already moving. It's got wheels of its own, we should say. But I said, how about this? Let's have a reunion. Let's have a one-year-later reunion where we sit around a roundtable and we trade stories about what happened and we bring in guests from all of those places that we stopped, kind of like a little reunion. Ask them where they are now. Ask them what's going on and just kind of re-inspire people, letting them know what we have done in that 18 months. And I thought about doing it right in Long Island. How about that, dude? How about we bring that bus to Long Island, New York, and we rally New York around the accomplishments that we did by getting off of our, excuse my language, asses and Mm. doing something and taking back this country? What do you think? Well, I think that's a fantastic idea. I think there's no place louder in the country than Long Island. Uh, We have we have, you know, we put uh, 400 or so vehicles on the road two weeks ago in, in defense of President Trump because of the hapless, disgusting, disgraceful FBI raid, which is probably illegal and unconstitutional, as we're learning now. Um, and if you are coming to Long Island with that bus, I'll tell you right now, we're going to be putting, I mean, thousands and thousands of people outside to rally, to go nuts at peacefully. Obviously, we never and we never have that problem. We never have an issue with right. peaceful and anything. No violence. Violence is never the answer ever. Okay, it's not the answer. But you want to bring that bus to Long Island? You want to do a rally? Let's do it. Let's I'll do, do it. two rallies. I'll do three. We'll do as many as we have to do to wake people up and take back this state, take back the country. We're excited. We're motivated to do it here because we know that we can elect Joe Pinion to the to the uh, U.S. Senate and take that seat away from Chuck Schumer. Yes, we sir. know we can elect Lee Zeldin to the to the governor's mansion yes, sir. and take that away from Kathy Hochul. We know that we can take New York as a state off of the board for the Democrats in 2024. That would be just as big as California. That would be just as big as taking over California, dude. When we do that, they will never be able to win an election again. Ever. Ever. It's going to happen in our backyard. You want to bring that bus? Bring that bus. We're game. We're ready to go. Let's get it going. I'm, I'm, Beyond excited to hear that plan. I think that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> All right. Hey, Sean, I'm going to let you go. But before I do, you know what the people want. Let them know what's going on in New York, how we win New York, how we take it over, and your famous, famous, uh, your famous voice. Let's do it. Well, I have to say, you know, New York used to be a great state. You know what I'm talking about. But now it's not so great. But it's still going to be safe. And what we're going to do, we're going to fight like hell. You know, they get me in trouble for saying that. But we're going to peacefully and patriotically fight like hell. And we're going to do a fantastic job. Lee Zeldin running for governor, Joe Pinion running for Senate, and the rest of our big, beautiful, fantastic candidates that are going to take back the House, 
Take back the Senate, take back New York and take back America. Get involved, ladies and gentlemen, get involved and let's make it happen. It's going to happen bigly and we're going to win. And you might even get tired of winning, but I don't think so. We're going to win so big and we're going to save our big, beautiful country. Believe me. Hey, you know what, Sean, we should do. We should get a chant going. We should get a hashtag going. Bring that bus. Oh, bring bring that that bus. bus. 100%. 100%. Bring that bus. Let's hear it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Bring that bus. Sean, everybody, you guys can check out Loud Majority across the board, Getter, Rumble, Twitter, all over the place. And coming in September, you can watch Loud Majority right here on LFA TV, right before Live from America. My brother from another mother, I love you. Let's talk offline. Let's make it happen, Captain. You got it. You got it. Thanks, Jeremy. All See right. you soon. See you later, buddy. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, the great Sean Ferris, Mr. Captain Deplorable himself. Man, he's got me fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to reignite that bus again. You know what I mean? Now, I know. I know that we were supposed to come out west. I know there's a lot of people that were like, hey, we need you to come out west. Uh, that wasn't really my call. It's very, very hard to get the bus from Georgia out west and then back. It's very expensive. It takes a long time. We're very sorry that we couldn't get to everybody, but I think it's time again to bring that bus. What do you say, folks? Are you in it with me? I'm going to talk to Real America's Voice News, and we're going to get on that, and we're going to make it happen. Hey, we're going to go longer today. We're going to go about 20 minutes overtime. I hope that's okay with you. If it is, let me know in the comment section. Thank you to the Rumble Rants. We need them now more than ever. I can promise you that. Check this out, folks. This was sent to me yesterday, my FJB car emblem. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Check this out. Another gift from Miss Amanda Collins. Another coffee mug. Do you know how many of these things I have? And do you know how many times I use them? All the time, Amanda. I absolutely love you. Thank you so very much. Bring that bus. Everybody's saying it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you know, I'm trying to do whatever I can to keep this show going. And yes, that meant bringing on some sponsors to fill in the gaps. Now, the sponsors are not much. It's not like what you guys donate to keep life from America going. But the sponsors have filled in the gap, and I told you that if you wanted me to bring sponsors in so that we could keep going, they would always be pro what we're doing, pro LFA, pro LFA family, pro looking out for you and looking out for number one. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about one of them right now, and it's HomeTitleLock.com. I've already showed you how fast they stole my house, a demo anyway, thank God, just a demo. But like I said, 10 minutes, folks, it's that quick and it's that easy. The deed to your home is the only document that proves that you own it. The problem is it's all digitized now. Just like every other record, somebody can go out there and they can take it and they can claim it as their own. A criminal can find and forge your signature and refile as the new owner of your home. And then they'll take out loans using your home equity and leave you in debt. You won't know until the collection notices start showing up. So Homeowner's insurance doesn't cover it. I did get a question the other day. What about a house that is in a trust? I sent that question out. I should get that answer back by today, and I will have that answer for you. I apologize. I don't have it right now. Home Title Lock is your peace of mind to make sure this crap doesn't happen, so go to HomeTitleLock.com slash LFA. Use the promo code LFA and enter your address for a $100 free Scan to see if your home has already been targeted. Check it out today again, folks. HomeTitleLock.com slash LFA. All right. We got to get back to it, folks. We got a lot of news to cover. Since we were talking about New York, let's stay in New York. You guys remember Cara Castronova? You remember Cara Castronova? She works for Gateway Pundit. She's been the integral part of raising money for the J6 defendants. And they've raised tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands for the J6 defendants. Cara Castronova was a boxer. She then got into um, journalism. And she's now, ladies and gentlemen, 
What a wonderful, what a great story this is. She's now getting involved in politics right there in New York. You want to be pumped up? Well, Kara Castronova's coming to do that. Check this out. <clears throat> Hold on. There it is. Check this out. Please welcome champion boxer, investigative journalist, and founder of Citizens Against Political Persecution and Liberate New York, Cara Castanova. When I was a young boxer training for fights, I believed that winning championships was my ultimate goal. But I now realize I was training and conditioning my mind and body all these years for a greater fight. This fight that we're all here for, this fight for medical freedom and personal liberty. That is the real fight. I'm a journalist now, which I never thought I would ever say because I hate the fake news. And I decided to join the news so that I could change it as much as I possibly can. You can watch me Saturday nights on Newsmax and read my work on the Gateway Pundit. Never stop fighting. When you get knocked down, I know it sounds cliche, get back up again. We have a long fight. We are prepared now for this fight. We will not back down. We will not give up. We will keep fighting. To all my freedom fighters out there, I love you. Thank you so much for fighting this fight with me for medical freedom. USA! 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 This is the state of California in the United States of America. It is not communist China. Keep fighting. I'm Kara Kashanova. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, she's running for New York State Assembly. New York is going to get another fighter in Cara Castronova. I'm telling you, people from all walks of life are getting involved and saying enough is absolutely enough. And you know what? The last time I checked, the power still remained with we the people. Yes, she was giving that speech that I just showed you in California, but she is running for New York State Assembly, bringing that fire back to her home state. I am so incredibly happy that she's doing that. We're going to have to support her in any which way we can. What a fighter she is. She says, because I had difficult life and I was a champion boxer, I understand the virtues and the hard work and discipline and courage. And because I have Jesus Christ on my side, I can do all things right back there to the verse of the day. I will not submit to evil. I know how to fight hard for my state and my country and for what is right. Now, she is having a fundraiser. Let me pull this up on the screen here for you guys. She is having a fundraiser called Knockout Fundraiser. Wednesday, August 31st from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at King Umberto Restaurant, 1343 Hempstead Turnpike, Elmont, New York, ladies and gentlemen. You got to go there. Sponsorships are listed right there as well. If you're in New York and you want to support a real fighter, then you go to this fundraiser and help her out. Again, it's Wednesday, August 31st at King Umberto Restaurant, 1343 Hempstead Turnpike, Elmont, New York. We are taking back everything. And I'm not talking about taking back everything since November 3rd. I'm talking about taking back everything that we ever gave the federal government. We're going to take it back. And if we don't defund it and disband it, then we are going to get in like a surgeon from the ground up, rip out the cancer and rebuild and reconstruct our most sacred agencies in our government, including the House, the Senate, and the White House. When I say we're taking back everything, we don't want a piece of it. We want the whole darn 
thing. That's what we're coming after. I hope you guys understand the fight that we have all accepted. We're not coming to take part, as Conor McGregor would say. We're coming to take over. And we, the people, still have the power. So mess around and find out. Mess around and find out. We got about four more stories here. I'll try to get through them as quickly as I possibly can, folks. Because Biden had just built a million-dollar barricade around his Delaware senior citizen residence to keep the riffraff out and to keep the poop pants Biden, uh, Joey Applesauce, safe. He then hired 87,000 new IRS agents to come and shake you down for money so they can do what with it? Send it to where? Ukraine. You guessed it, folks. Another $3 billion of your hard-earned money. Another $3 billion that if distributed back to the taxpayer, maybe, just maybe, we could afford a little bit, you know, maybe get some groceries if we could find it on the shelves. But he's sending another $3 billion to Ukraine in an aid package. How much are we going to do this? How much money are we going to send this leather thong wearing loser? This is the most boring and most worthless war I have ever seen in my life. Now, all war is worthless. I get it. But if you're going to have a war, at least let's see a war. Not Vogue shoots. Not music videos. Not uh, uh, celebrities coming over and hanging out with you in the same clothes you wear every day. And they're getting another $3 billion of your money. How do you like that? It's going back to Ukraine, all of it. Folks, before we move on, I do have to show you, we, you know what, we've been talking about elections, and we, were ta- and we were jumping around. I know we were going from Cali to New York to Florida. Now we got to go to Pennsylvania real quick, because John Fetterman, this guy, is not right, okay? Long story short, whether you like him or hate him, the guy is a loser, don't get me wrong. John Fetterman is an absolute scumbag loser. But either way, the guy's not right. You can't have somebody, I I mean, I guess you can. You got Biden as the president. But try to watch this guy. This is his second appearance in Pennsylvania. This is a debacle of a Senate race, by the way, because we have a scumbag in John Fetterman, a druggy heroin loser, and then we've got Dr. Oz. Those are your choices. And unfortunately, we've got to rally around Dr. Oz. We have to. That sucks. I hate the lesser of two evils choices. I can't stand it. I'd almost rather vote for nobody, but you got to vote. You got to vote red. But here's, uh, here's John Fetterman, Dr. Oz's opponent. What an absolute disgrace this guy is trying to have a conversation with anybody. The guy's like Biden, or worse. I'm so grateful to be here with you all today. I'm so grateful. You know what? With steelworkers, you were the very first endorsement my campaign ever got in this race. The very first. I'm honored to be standing in the shadow of your your amazing building. I live in the shadow of the Edgar Thompson plant. You know, let me ask you a question. Of the 10 homes Dr. Oz has, (laughs) do you think any of them have a steel plant across any of them? No. I do. Do you think of the 10 homes Dr. Oz have has a union hall across their home? I do. 1219, who 
Who's here? 1219. 1219. 1219. I'll so leave an effective strategy so to mobilize today. But really, I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk all about all of you. Now, let me ask you a question. If you say you think the word of What's steel that? worker. There you go. Get it out. What words come to your mind if you say steel Cocaine workers? is a hell of a drug. <laughs> History, strength. Let me ask you, does of all the words that bring to your mind when you hear the word steel workers, what does the word pretty tang come to your mind? Pretty tang? What? That's not a word that's going to come to my mind. Prudite. But you know who's mind it comes to? Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, Crudite comes to his mind. It's not steel workers. But you know what comes to my mind also? Is making sure that I'm going to be proud to stand and defend the union way of life. What? Here if I make it to D.C. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. If he... Uh... If he had a nasally voice, I'd say he was Biden's son. Uh, but that's who's going up against Dr. Oz. It should be a sure bet. But is it? Because Dr. Oz and him are kind of like in a dead heat. Because they both suck. Dr. Oz isn't doing anything but putting out videos about this cartoon videos like Mike Crispy showed you. That's not garnering any kind of passion. A real Trump-endorsed candidate would be out there garnering some passion. On. Believable. All right, we have to move on. We've got. To, I got. I'm gonna have to skip a. I'm gonna have to skip a story or two here. Uh, we're gonna go back. We're gonna. We're gonna go back to New York as Representative Cloudy Claudia, excuse me, Tenney, said that she will support a bill next in the next session. She will support a bill that puts term limits on government bureaucrats. Government bureaucrats like Tony Fauci. She said in the wake of Tony Fauci's decision to leave the government trying to run away from prosecution or any kind of indictment or investigation, which isn't going to work. She said, in the wake of that, I am going to be introducing legislation that will put term limits on government bureaucrats so that people like Tony Fauci cannot stay in power forever as an unelected government bureaucrat. That is a very smart move. I support term limits across the board, not just to government bureaucrats and people like that, but, but uh, uh, any kind of elected seat. Any elected seat should be for a period of time and you shouldn't be making millions and millions of dollars like Liz Cheney off of that. So for Claudia Tenney, representative Republican from New York, who said she's going to introduce that, we're going to give her the Smarty Award of the Day uh, here on Live from America. I don't know what's going on with those. They're not starting. Here we go. Smarty Award of the Day, folks. Claudia Tenney. All right, now, everybody's talking about Marjorie Taylor being swatted. I have not actually talked to Marjorie. I actually saw that while I was getting on today. 
So I apologize that I don't have any news on that. I will get a hold of Marjorie today and I'll find out if she was swatted, raided, whatever she was. I'm not, I don't know the, I just don't know. I have no idea. Uh, right before the show, I saw it. I went to her social media and I didn't see anything. So it must have just happened this morning. So I will, um, I will get, I will, uh, I will reach out to her today and see if I can get an answer on that for you. All right, now, folks. Um, I want to go to this video because I don't know how many of you have seen this, but you've got a Speaker of the House who has a husband who was just arrested for drunk driving after he smashed into a Jeep and he's going to serve no jail time. And this comes right after the fact that he and his wife just made a crap ton of money from the stock market by, uh, by insider trading. But I'd like to go to this video right now of Paul Pelosi. We now have the video footage of his arrest and of his, uh, of his, um, Breathalyzer, check this out. Do you think you're physically able to balance on one foot or another? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you to injure yourself if you can't. Um, would you be willing to do the breathalyzer test? Well, that, I've only essentially done two cash, but I have to do um, a couple, and rather than waste your time and do a bunch of different tests, um, if we just do that one, that'll be, uh, most of them require balancing, and I, I wouldn't want it, you to fall over and hurt yourself. So the balance test, what it's going to require, so I'll explain it to you, and then you let me know if you're okay or you feel comfortable performing it. So. So you could try both feet out if you want. Before we, I'll let you start. Uh, you can try the test with both feet. So I'll give you like a like a, a pre-trial run, for lack of better term. You could try it with both feet. See which one you feel more comfortable with, and then once once you're ready, just let me know. He's literally hiccuping. <laughs> well, I'm not drunk. <laughs> Are you sure you could complete the test? I really don't want you to fall over and hurt yourself. That's the last thing I'll Right, but, but that, that defeats the, the whole purpose of the test, grabbing onto a pro car. <laughs> My wife was Speaker of House. My wife was the Speaker of House, Nancy Percy, and I... I'm not drunk at all. <laughs> Insider trading. I'd rather not. I've got a door to answer at the Adams Family well, Hall right now. Based on what I'm seeing, I don't feel comfortable having you perform the test because I don't want to. I don't want you to have the potential to fall over and hurt yourself. That's 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 not what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, so we'll do a different test, and then I determine that they're still under the influence, and I place them under arrest. Then there's a separate chemical test that they're required to take. So it's two separate breath tests. Where um, are you talking about? Like I said, about? this one is voluntary. I'm, I'm requesting you do it, but like I said, you have the option. So long story short, a slap on the wrist. Speaker of the House's husband, drunk, could have killed somebody, and uh, you know, off like off off like nothing. Got got some jail time, but time served. Got jail time, time served, and he'll get some probation. Whoa. 
I wonder if we can start investigating him and Nancy Pelosi as soon as we take over the house for insider trading. I have a secret, ladies and gentlemen. I have some inside information that we are going to be starting a massive investigation into stretch face Armstrong, Miss Vodka soaked teeth herself, Nancy Pelosi, and Paul Pelosi for insider trading. Word on the street. Word on Wall Street, well, I should say word on the streets of Washington anyway, is that uh, investigations are coming for them too. You want to play stupid games? You're going to win stupid prizes. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Okay, I've got one more video to show you here. out here at the well. Hold on, this comes from our friend Ben Berkwam, ladies and gentlemen, where he is, uh, he, he put this video on his social media last night. I thought it was a great video. Wonderfully, wonderfully said uh, the stuff that Ben was talking about in this video about what the Bible says. Not about what you say, not about what I say, but what the Bible says about homosexuality. And he's talking about churches who condone and promote it. Check this out, Ben Berkwam, folks. And had all of these leftist organizations come out and protest this church. And they're starting to do that all over the country, protest any church that actually preaches the word of God. The Bible's really clear about this. All I'm going to do is read to you what the Bible says about homosexuality. That's it. Just going to read that. You can read more about it if you want to in Genesis and Leviticus and multiple different Timothy. uh, You can read about it there. But Romans 1 is a really good place to start. So all of the LGBTQXYZ plus, 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 minus, 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 whatever you want to call yourself now. This is it. This is what the Bible says. You can be a sinner, but don't say the Bible says it's okay to sin. This is what it says. Therefore, God gave them over to their sinful desires and their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who has forever praised. Amen. Verse 26. Because of this, God gave them over to their shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Therefore, just as they did not think it was worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, So God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not be done. They do what ought not be done. That's what God says. They do what ought not be done. They became filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They were full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossip, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but they also approve of others who practice them. It's real simple, guys. The Bible's really clear. You wanna call yourself a Christian, you do what God says, or you at least say that's what God says to do. Now, we're not perfect. No Christian is, only Christ was. But the Bible's really clear. But if you claim to be a Christian, especially if you claim to be a Christian pastor, and you say that God says homosexuality is okay, to any supposed Christian church that that says those things is lying to you. Jesus called them synagogues of Satan. Now, look, if you're in the world and you're not a Christian, then I'm not saying you have to believe that. But if you claim to be a Christian, that's what the Bible says about it. That's it. Don't be mad at me. God says, don't judge lest you be judged. God is the judge. All right, so we're out here at the well. See, ladies and gentlemen, do you see how many 
of us are embracing the gospel now today as opposed to even four years ago? Pray, pray, pray. Keep God in your life. Keep God first place. And I can guarantee you everything that you want in this country will come back tenfold because we already know he's here blessing us. Folks, before I go, I would like to give one more big shout out if I could. Please let me, uh, please allow me to do this because uh, without this kind of help, we're screwed. You know what I mean? So I'd like to give a big shout out, if I could, to Pure Talk, ladies and gentlemen, a veteran-owned company right in Georgia. If you've got a problem with your cell phone or if you've got a problem with your bill or if you've got a problem with your service in any way, you call down to Georgia and you talk to an American who speaks actual English who can help you through your problem. Also, you'll pay a lot less. You'll save money. The average family saves 75 bucks a month. There's a full money-back guarantee. They promise you that you will be very happy if you switch to Pure Talk today. You can lock in talk, text, and data on America's most reliable network for just 35 bucks a month. Plus, you get 50% off your first month. When you make the switch today, if you go to puretalk.com and use the promo code JEREMY, you too can be part of the Cool Kids Club, all right? All right, folks, that's going to do it for our show today. Remember, 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 remember in November, actually. Remember this. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m., for more Live from America. Until then, keep your family safe, keep them close, keep smiles on that beautiful face of yours, and no matter what, above all else, keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Peace. Bus, bring that bus, bring that bus. Let me hear it. Bring that bus, bring that bus. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.